Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for the most well-known sports radio icon in St. Louis. The show that begs you to answer the question, can I ever be this good? It's time for the Charlie Tuna Show. Presented by Ameren, Illinois on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. say I am genuinely thrilled to be able to say that Major League Baseball's back and we're going to play 162 games. Um, I do want to start by apologizing to our fans. I know that the last few months have been difficult. There was a lot of uncertainty um, at a point in time when there's a lot of uncertainty in the world. Um, sort of the way the process of collective bargaining works sometimes, but I, I, I do apologize for it. Um, one of the good things about collective bargaining is that it gives our players an opportunity uh, to have input on what their workplace and the game is going to look like going forward. And they took full opportunity um, to provide that input during these negotiations. Um, our players are great, great athletes. Um, I respect them, and I respect the input that we received from them during this process, and we really did learn a lot. Looking forward, I could not be more excited about the future of our game. Uh, I, I, I think we have a tr- opportunity in front of us. I think it's an opportunity that we need to work with the players to fully seize. 
Um, but I think that some of the things in the agreement are really, really important in that regard. Um, I think the expanded playoff format will bring postseason baseball and maybe even more importantly, exciting September baseball to more markets. I think the balanced schedule will be a real improvement for our fans. It'll give our fans a greater opportunity to see all of the great players in the game on a more regular basis. And maybe most important is the agreement that we reached with the MLBPA on rule changes. Um, I love our game. Having said that, um, since I've been commissioner, I've talked about the need uh, to make changes in some of our rules to enhance the entertainment value of our product for the benefit of our fans. Uh, and I think the new agreement opens an opportunity that we can work with the players to make sure that we make good rule changes that works for our fans, works for our players. Okay, welcome back to the show. Uh that was uh, Rob Manfred, Commissioner of Major League Baseball. Of course, the lockout is now over. There's going to be some under, underlining things according to a couple of agents that could happen. But With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The teams are actually report fast. What do you think? I'm glad they got something done. Um, I think it was some minimal damage. There could be some people who are going to be upset, but they'll get over it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right now, who's really paying that much attention to Major League Baseball anyway with you know, you got college basketball, you got NBA, you got NHL, you got the NFL free agency and uh, draft coming up. So, yeah, I mean, if you're going to kind of like delay the season, this would be the time to do it. But I'm I'm glad that they took out a couple of the gimmicks. They, you know, the nine inning, they're going to have nine inning double headers instead of seven innings. They're going to have, they're going to get rid of that runner starting on second base. You know, that was kind of like Saturday night yeah. slow pitch softball league stuff that they were trying to pull. And I'm glad they got rid of that stuff. And like Matt said, you know what? Minimal damage. They because increased the uh, bases by three inches. That's right. A whole three inches. Huh? A whole three inches. Yeah. Oh, they, they, people they, are actually upset about that. That changes three, a lot. Three, it does. That's a lot. But they, that's a lot. They need, a lot. They need that's to. A lot. They need to, but they can't. I mean, I guess they could logistically if they wanted to push out those fences a little bit further because it's getting to be home run or strikeout all well, the time. Well, that's according yeah. to the team. Those yeah. are the teams, right? Sure. That's I, analytics. I understand I that. No, that. Nothing I, to do with that. That's I was, analytics. I always thought it was weird that baseball, like, not every diamond had the same dimensions as far as the outfield yeah. goes. Yeah. I always that's thought that was weird. It's like the Cardinals. It is weird. Cardinals, it should be uniform. Cardinals pulled their uh, fences in a long time ago. long time ago. Yeah, that's up to the, to the ball club. If I'm a ball club, my fence is going to be in. Depends on... The players you have on the team. Yeah, that's true, too. Right. Yeah. 
It's going to be a 12-team playoff now postseason. The DH is here. Finally. Uh, the DH is here. And uh, I, I'm, the, the prop, they, they haven't done anything. What they get, I like the gimmicks. The reason why. I, I don't like the short game. Anything, anything to draw anything attention. To yeah. draw attention. A short right? game? The gimmicks are good. But how how yeah. many? Two innings aren't going to hurt you. How many doubleheaders yeah. are there, actually? Two innings will hurt you. Too. How what? Your pitching staff? It'll hurt you. Pitching the staff? Pl- the players loved it. They probably they did love it. I'm sure they did because they, they don't have to work it. as much. But see, the pl- that's not what the reason. No, there's more, there's more <laughs> pressure. The reason, yeah. But, see, but, the major, see, baseball. And you stay in the league longer. Right. That's good for <laughs> oh, All you got to do is hit and but sit down. Yeah. They wanted to keep that, but the, you know, in order to get this passed, they mm-hmm. had to do it. But any gimmick that Major League Baseball can do, because the game is so slow, but those gimmicks, the two innings or whatever, that was good for baseball. They so. needed that. That's your opinion. They Would needed you, that for baseball. Uh, uh, and they did a poll around the country last year. Did they? Year. Well, let me see that poll. things better than that. I'm going to see. You look it up. I'm reading about the Cardinals tickets because I don't get any free tickets from this place. What do you think about the runner on second, though? I didn't care for that. But the seven innings. It's gimmicky, man. It's okay. That puts a lot of pressure on you now. You like that. Why don't you put a big ring of fire out there behind Hope Plate? I wish that. My God, man! You're not a baseball tradition. The only good thing about a 13 plus inning baseball game is you watch it on Sports Center. Why don't they raise the highlights? (laughs) Why don't they raise the next another foot in basketball? This is a problem. What's going on? No, it's not a problem. This is a problem. It was a problem the last hundred years. The old white guy that doesn't go anymore. You know what I'm saying? I know you're saying. And one of the players came out and said, "He said that old white fan is the reason why stagnant." Baseball is so stagnant. It is. Who's that player? The game has changed. He said white that guy? Old, that old, yeah, he did. The old fan, <sighs> the, old look that fan up. the old fan is either Tell dying off, was. dying off, or too old to go to the to game. The game yeah. They're trying to attract younger, younger people. Yeah. That's why they're doing that. As Baby O said, it's the world's guy, largest tavern. That's the, all it is. The old guy is going. They should embrace that, they too. Embrace. This old well, they guy, do. Old guy's going from Camelot and Mirrors. Yeah. Oh, guys, they don't. They don't. Gone, gone. You got to be younger anymore now. I'm younger now. Absolutely. And the old guy don't like to change. Old people never like change. Okay? You understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Like but Which you got to be in another world. It was when, what was it, the, Joe, I sent you a text. You guys were talking about on the slob about how, like, how come you're not trying to reach, like, the 55 or the 65-year-old guy with yeah, advertising? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I was a broadcaster film major when I was in college. There was a theory that by the time that you're 55 or 65, you already know what brand of toothpaste you're going you to buy. Know what you, you already know. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like you said, you don't like change. You're already kind of <laughs> uh-huh. set your rules. Right, that's when, you, when you go to Schnucks and you're buying all your stuff. I know what I want. You know what you want. You know exactly where it is. Yeah. So, you're, you're not, you're not like, you're, no one's going to pitch you to anything For the else. Past two, two weeks. I've been switching up to different things I've never done before. Okay. I'm making changes. I go in there now because I, when I go to six, I get that, get that, that, that. Or if I go shopping, I get sure. that. Sure. I thought you were talking about no, women. I'm switching up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he ain't changing that. I mean, like, I'll do that too. Like, if, like if, there's, if there's something that's on sale or something, I'll be like, yeah, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Yeah, but me too. Major League Baseball has to. They have the to. The game is stagnant. First, and another Boy. thing, they want to make the game exciting. Get some black players. Please. We were just talking about that. Yeah, <laughs> like, have, I, I didn't black know. kids aren't playing though. If you don't have, well, they they can make a way to do that. Make it black interesting. Players, They've tried. In the next, no, they haven't. The no, RBI no, thing that they no, tried. That Major League Baseball tried. That don't mean a damn okay, thing. Okay, I know. Mean don't mean anything. What they need to do it's is easy to play basketball, be football. Tell, uh, it, well, it is. It is. What they need to do is in the next five to ten years make this game more attractive to <laughs> young black kids. What would you propose? And, 
I don't know. I've got, I just can't propose it right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. You seem to be thinking about it. It's a great question. Well, 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 how about, how about, how about this? thoughts on it? Let's ask the young black gentleman sitting here in the studio. How many games do you go to a year, Joe? Nine. First of all, maybe one. This is RBI program. All that work. Doesn't matter. Throw it over there. We're doing something to help. The Cubs do a good job with Chance the Rapper. They use him as an ambassador, and he sells hats. Like different styles, types of hats with the Cubs on it. So Good that's the thing you gotta get. You gotta get Good like idea. a local hip hop person. You Cardinals gotta make it. Nelly. You gotta you, make it fun. Do you watch baseball? No. Why not? Oh, wait a minute. Because it's dull. Okay. Even on TV, I mean, it takes too long. It's too much so, in between. So the, 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 the guy on second. The guy. The guy on second or short Nelly. games didn't Nelly. There's still young kids. Young, young kids oh, absolutely. If Nelly was involved with the Cardinals a lot, they would pay. Yeah, absolutely. I brought that. If you told me, if you told me, like. Seven, like in the seventh inning stretch, Nelly was going to come out and perform for a second. So, I'll go to that game. So you, <laughs> you say it's boring. So it's, the, it's, the there's seven, too much downtime in between. The seven inning games and the, the guy on second or any of that stuff, that didn't make any difference to you, did it? You said, you said really. so yourself. Yeah, okay, there you really. go. That's well, it. Okay. They got to make the game faster. Let me ask that's, you this. That's right. That's they got to make it faster. Make it faster. Move the fences back. How about me, more triples and doubles? But there's, all, there's way too many strikeouts exactly. and home runs. This, you gotta, this, I need more hits. I need people on base. I need everybody stolen bases. looks the same, too. You need action. You, you got white guys that are 6 part 2. Of the, part, of the, part of it is the pitchers are better now, too. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta, I don't yeah. care if you move the fences in. I don't give a damn. Good luck hitting it. Joe, would this make a difference? Get rid of the organ and bring in a DJ like they do no, in NBA Absolutely, games. 100%. They do that? The NFL is showing you. Damn the organ. Yeah, NBA, get that out of here. The NBA and uh-huh. the NFL is showing you what to damn it do. Exactly. The NFL showed you at halftime this past year mm-hmm. what to do. Yeah. That's what I know doing. baseball, you got to concentrate. There's no reason why they can't have music playing the whole time. You can have music playing the whole time. Oh, you think the whole time? You can, yeah, why not? You got they're doing it basketball. Fastball coming at you. Right. You, you, can concentrate. you can concentrate. You can't concentrate when I mean, people are cheering when you, there's a 98 mile that's a, basketball? That's a good point. What are the Cardinals apps now? That old organ playing. They do, they do yeah. music as well. They do. They, they, they do they a little bit of both. But. Yeah, but they have, hold on. Doing the wave, doing the wave to the organ is not, but it's, it's not, but it's not really, it's not really a doing DJ. The wave they'll they'll play anyway. something over the PA. I'm so damn tired. But of it's wave. not a DJ. Yeah, right? like, like, no. That's dumb. They do need a DJ. That would be pretty cool. They do need it. And then you can put them on the big screen every now and then. Yeah, yeah. but the people on top don't understand that. Yeah, where's the interact? They need way more interaction. Blues do it. Yeah. Blues got a DJ and an organ. They do. I ain't talking about no damn hockey now. I'm talking about a major. Uh, you're sport. talking about an organ and DJ, and I just brought up another team in town okay. that does it, so it That's would work. Real cool. And I agree with you. Right, My well, God, we got to get something. Get major going league here. Baseball needs something. Not no damn hockey crap. But all, oh, Lord. All, all hockey attracts is white people. Okay, <laughs> let's be real. I'm sorry. Let's be real. All right. I'm talking about that's going to try. I see. I see a races. lot of black folk at hockey uh, games. No, you get yes, I do. You know a lot of black folk. I do. Damn hockey. Well, I mean, what's your definition of a lot? About ten. No, not ten. More than ten. Eight. I just saw a picture of somebody that follows this station, a uh, program on this station. Two gentlemen were down in the front row. Two black gentlemen. Two of them. We got down two. the front two. row. We got two. <laughs> hey, we hey. got two. Charlie, I'm not worried about hockey. Okay. I'm oh, now you're worried about baseball. I'm, not worried. I'm trying to get baseball. We're talking about baseball. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Dragging up, dragging up, yep. dull ass. Okay. Hockey. What about it? I'm talking about baseball, a sport that we grew up on that we passed us by. Uh-oh. Still amazing sport. What they're doing. It's a great sport. It just needs to be speeded up. Remember, it used to be a pastime. Oh, yeah. The NFL is now. What does the NFL do? Oh, well, the NFL. They got <laughs> they black keep, stars. They keep growing. They got promotions. What did the NBA do? They got 
Look at the kids that like the NBA. Young, white, and black. Everybody. Kids, everybody, everybody, everybody around the world. Major, major League Baseball. Like, I'm not, no, no disrespect to hockey, but hockey is still a segmented sport, okay? They, they, they probably help enough. Well, you're making it sound it's like, like baseball is. It's a segmented sport. Yeah, that's what he's trying to make now, sure it doesn't get, it doesn't to, get to that I'm point. Trying to get he's to trying to keep part. it from getting there. I'm trying to make it get to, not get to that. That starts point. as youngsters and young kids playing the game. And they don't play it in the inner city anymore. And kids of color don't play it well, because, A, yeah, they do play it in inner city. They do, yeah. do they? How, yeah, many, yeah. how many times have you seen people down playing stickball or anything in the middle of the street anymore? You don't see I don't that. Drive around looking for well, them, how do you know they do that? <laughs> you just interrupted yeah. me and said they do. They, the, they don't play that much ball. anymore. Why don't, you ask, the why don't you ask the they folks do. down at Matthews Dickey? They definitely how many, in the South. How many kids do. they have signed up for baseball as opposed to basketball and football? Uh, it's a Dickey, drastic change. How, how do you know? I'm guaranteeing it is. Well, go look it up on your regular ass phone. I'm not looking. Why should you look up on that regular ass ten year old iPad you got there? Regular ass phone. Matter of fact, we'll find that out. That's a good one. Why don't you? But see, Matthew Dickey's, one thing they've done, they've bring the young stars over there, baseball with the Cardinals and football stars to come over there and help the kids out. Uh, hockey, hockey in the hood is a great thing. They've got a Major League Baseball has been on top, the top three, one of the top three sports for years. Years. It it was, well, back in the 70s, it was the biggest sport. It was it. It was the biggest. Your father would be in the room or something. Oh, yeah. Like All right. Just sit happen. there and look. Well, we got too much going on. <laughs> there is way too, too much going on. Now, Joe and I were talking about this before you got here. There, a way of getting out of economic depression for a lot of black families is somebody in the family is good at sports. That's right. Okay. So with baseball, you have to go through the minor league system normally. You have to go... You know, rookie ball, A, double A, triple A. And you don't make money right away. You don't make money yeah. right away. And then when you get finally get to Major League Baseball, then you might start to make some real money. Then you got to go through arbitration. You got to fight yep. through it. And then by then, you know, you may be in your mid-20s, mm -hmm. where if you would have went to the NFL or the NBA, NBA, you might even be on your second contract by the time you're in your mid-20s. The only thing with the NBA is only so many people that are going to be able to play exactly. you're right. the NBA. It's a smaller roster. Major League and baseball is... If they would see, but baseball, you can go to Europe and make money in yeah. basketball. Europe, yeah. Australia, there's a lot of yeah, them. Russia. Absolutely. We don't know about Russia anymore. <laughs> Major League Baseball does not make it attractive for young black kids anymore. No, not at all. And it starts, and we we've had people on this show before. Even with the Negro leagues, they'll tell you they don't make it attractive to black kids. When I grew up, you had camps all mm -hmm. over the city. They uh, yeah. have my county, Honey Mine, Honey Mine, <clears throat> uh, Owen Belleville. They would have camps. They used to have them in uh, Annie Malone's children home over there at Sumner High School. They'd had camps that would come to town. They don't do that anymore. I don't. They need but, to go back to, like, uh, what's that but, Keanu Reeves movie? But. With the replacements? You know, no, he's a baseball coach. But you know the reason. Oh, okay. like, the, the young Republic. black kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dominican Republic now. They have camps over there mm -hmm. to make it more attractive for the young yeah. developmental kids. camps and stuff. Because that, that is their way of getting out of poverty. That's right. that and is the reason, that is their way of doing it. The reason there are no camps anymore is because these guys make a lot of money. And those guys that did the camps back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, they did that to supplement their income at times, whether it was basketball or football. You've got very few camps around that, that are not, that are run by professional athletes. Very well, few. I, I don't know well, about no, that. Basketball, they do. Basketball, here in town. Basketball, football, they're still alive, but I don't know too many baseball, baseball ones. Probably baseball probably Baseball is going to get back to camps because of what they're doing over the Dominican Republican places like that. 
they're getting that's something they had already talked about getting back to. They, they will do to. that, but they've got to attract that that young black kid. You can have all the rule changes in the world, but if the player ain't exciting, it's, it's yeah, exciting. Exactly. and a lot of it is, huh? Mike Trout is he exciting? No, I know. He, I don't know. You don't ever get to watch him. We can't see him. Yeah. On, by time he's play, by time he's playing, I'm looking at my eyelids. If they had exactly. any sense, Major League Baseball would make sure he got traded somewhere else. They all, I mean, they, they got to really encourage him to go to the yeah, Yankees or, or yeah. yeah, the Yankees. Oh my goodness, oh. Yeah. that would that would help tremendously. Uh, I, I don't want to. I'm trying to think of another way that he could try to attract it's, the young black athlete to play baseball again. I mean, make it fun. You got to find some way to make it fun. Do you go back to the Negro leagues and show them how the game used to be played? Yeah, and then just kind of start like a grassroots revolution. Yeah, get people to start playing that way. Point. Absolutely, you just made a good point. Major League Baseball needs to go to the Negro leagues. They in, do in Kansas City. Yeah, and get pointers from them, but they don't do that. I don't understand why they don't either. That's Pujols a great was the only guy that went to them and tried to get them to do it. But as far as baseball camps, uh, Major Leagues put those camps on, not the players. Sure, the way back in the day. Maybe that's something they need to do too. Then I don't know, that's but something they need to do. They need to do something. Then yeah, just because we got we're back on the field. Doesn't it's not fixed it. Everything's not fixed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I said, I've said this many times. It is now a regional sport. It is no longer, a, you know, they take us the, the, the old thing is that's the national pastime. Mm-hmm. But the ratings for like Sunday night baseball are not very good because if it's not your team, you're not watching. No. And plus, you look at what's happening in Japan and China and all oh, the yeah. other countries. Well, first, look at college hey. baseball. It's, it's popular as hell. Very popular. College yeah. baseball in the South has always been popular. Oh, yeah. Always been popular. All right, let's take a quick time out. Brought to you by Snooks. Okay, the friendliest stores in town. Don't forget about the shortcuts. We're trying to fix baseball until we can get somebody on that really knows a way to do it. Yeah. We've had people part. on in the past that had things to fix it, but nobody changed. It's fixing something as simple as fixing a goddamn car. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's simple. We'll be back.
Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Whatever you're saying, I watch out because he's going to try to top you. He, no, you know what? You two are like an old married couple. <laughs> yeah. me up. You notice that. Uh, Makes good radio. He always trying to. He always the honeymooners. He looked like Ralph Crandon. I don't know who you look like. I noticed that. You see Russell down there. Whatever you say you got, he'll try to up it. I will. When I went to Canada, oh, well, we went to Russia. I never said that. You're so silly. All right, folks, welcome back to the Charlie Tennis Show. I got some questions for Dr. Rick when he comes in. I got some doozies tonight, some real doozies like I always do. Major League Baseball lockout is over. Um, Bill Cosby is going to be free. Some stories we talked about this week. Joe, are you happy about Bill Cosby? I'm not too mad about it. I'm pretty happy when a black man makes it over. Me too. I just love it. If he's guilty or not. Sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately, watch to... watch the play Playboy documentary and watch, yeah, and watch the other bad. documentary it's on, bad. on You're not Showtime. Yeah, you believe every documentary you see? I don't. That's one. Thing. I don't know. You want to call? Let's call. call let's yeah. Joe, see if you can get Kamal Bell on, and, and we'll talk to him. <laughs> I don't know. Do you believe every documentary? No, I don't. I know. I don't believe every documentary. I was just having this conversation today. I was like. Yeah. I know CNN keeps showing like the Ukraine Russian stuff, but right. it's all one sided. Like, can I get a little no, you, information from the other side? Do not believe yeah. every documentary. Never. You don't believe anything. Some people people no, are upset really about the Michael Jordan thir- thirty for thirty. Right. The last people were mad about that because they say he wasn't black and enough. Espe- and especially black people don't believe documentaries. Mm. That's why they don't do the census. Mm. Go ahead, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the census? Yeah, that has to do with the documentary. It's a documentary. Hi, baby. Go, baby. Help him out, hey guys, baby. How you doing? Help, help Tom <laughs> out. for dinner tonight. Hey, baby, yeah. congratulations on your new gig. Oh yeah, I saw oh, that. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Yeah. What is it, baby? Oh. Yeah, I got. I got to go be doing a DJ job at a uh, an establishment out here in North County. You said what's the name of it? It's Renee's Bar and Grill, twelve two two six zero Bell Fountain Road, six three one three eight. If you want to Google Google Map it. Did John Eddie used to come out there? I think I think I think he was going. It was Janae's then. Janae's okay, all right. Well, yeah, it was Janae's with John Eddie because I remember I remember him like him and his buddies. They used to go. They they used to come out there early. They would sit at the bar and talk trash to all the younger folks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's gonna be every Thursday that's night, baby. O? Yeah, it's gonna be every Thursday night. Good for you. Good, good. You know, yeah, I hope you got a driver. <laughs> I, I I do have a driver. To be to be, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. I, I I think about your father often. Uh, your father was the first guy to tell me, he's a tuner, and all these computers come out. He was the first guy to tell me, do never believe a documentary. He used to always <laughs> tell me My that, God. baby. Oh. You know how your father was more than anybody. And I, you know, I can't even remember him watching one either. No, he wouldn't. He said, that's a waste uh, of time. Yeah, it's a waste of time. Waste of time. And like I said, you know, and you have to, what you have to do, first of all, you have to look who's writing the documentary, right? And you and it, and the first thing, you, the best thing you got to do, whoever the documentary is about, you got to see how much input they have on it and how much money was paid. That's true too. Yeah, that, that goes a long way. That's right. Yeah, no, but you know believe. about this about this this base this baseball thing. And, and guys, I've had this conversation with you before. You know, Major League Baseball is doing all this crazy stuff trying to. 
make the game shorter. The four, 13, 14 seconds for the pitchers and everything. When we all know, the main reason these baseball games are three and a half hours long now is because of advertisement. And and I don't have a problem with it. That's that's how the game goes. To remember, I, I know you remember, when we went to Bush Stadium in the 70s, when Bob Gibson was pitching, them games, some of those games would last an hour and a half. That's right. <laughs> no commercials. No TV. Yeah. And, and what it is, the game. if you look at the game itself, it's not any slower. What it is, it's what used to be a minute or so between innings. It's now three, four minutes between innings. Mm-hmm. And you multiply that by multiply that by two. We get the bottom and the top, the bottom and top of the inning. You know, these games are actually it's automatically an extra thirty to forty minutes longer just in advertisement. So maybe baby, oh, what they ought to do is like what they do with soccer, and just kind of like you know, soccer is different though because it's, it's, it's continuous action. But maybe, like you said, cut down the time in between innings and just run something maybe while the pitcher's warming up. Split screen. Well, Split screen. You can't do that for radio, though. No, that's true. You've you got radio advertisement. And let's face it, even you notice, have you noticed even when a relief pitcher comes in, he'll come in and throw his 10 or 15 yeah, pitches. He just, but he just stands there. He's standing there. He's waiting for the umpire to get the signal that whatever advertisement who is sponsoring that relief pitcher coming in? Advertisement is uh, is, is over. Mm-hmm. So you know, what I mean, so, so you know, I mean, of course, baseball. They'll never say that the advertisement is the reason the games are longer. But like, you know, that's how they make their money. And me looking at it from a business point of view, I don't have a problem with it. My problem, my issue is just that they're just trying to make all these old, make all these old crazy little gimmicks and stuff. You know, with the Trying to shorten the game, and let's face it, I don't know how much how much more than ten to fifteen well, seconds is going is going to. Uh, how would you attract? Your father used to have a remedy. How would you attract more blacks to baseball? It's hard to do. How would you, you know, do? Some, you know, I know you're not going to like this. I'm going to have to kind of agree with Tom. You got to get you got to start and get them playing when they're young. Well, we and the biggest said, problem is well, we've been a lot of public long. schools. Have de-emphasized baseball. That's right, I'm and I think and I think that's the biggest. You look at these all metro teams from in baseball over the last several years. Very few of them come from public schools. They you need may to have take a one. total from. Look at Edwardsville, what they do over there with their baseball teams. They need to take somebody needs to go over there and just draft what they do at Edwardsville. Maybe really just for do. a long time. They're they're Edwardsville, Lafayette, those schools like that. And even even the DSAG schools, they don't have black kids for the city coming out there and playing. So somewhere the the interest itself in baseball has been lost in the black community, and people are saying, "Well, they don't well, have many black players in baseball." It's a trickle down effect. I got interviewed from Time Magazine twenty two years ago, and they found that Major League Baseball had two percent black viewership. Of people that will go to the game. Okay. Guess what it is now? Probably the same. Is it the same? About the same. No kidding. About three or four percent. That's it. Because we don't have, baby, we don't have anybody we can go cheer for, do we? No. No, Let's face it. it. The the game is boring, though. 
Oh, yeah. It depends. It's all run the strikeouts. You said that you talked. Who did you speak to that you said that there was kids who want to play baseball, but there's nobody coaching, nobody willing to coach? Oh, Matthew Dickey. Matthew's Dickey. Yes, okay. Right. So yeah. there, there you go, uh, baby. Oh, we have kids who want to play baseball, but no one uh, seems to be uh, able to coach them. Because the parents what? in the summertime, you want to get your kids out of the house yes. now. Because Absolutely. We, we always use the excuse video games. Okay, come on. It could, kids... See, sports is the way to keep crime down. And we don't know how to dissect that either, baby Go. And let's face it, a lot of baseball coaches on the Matthew Dickey level were younger coaches. That's right. And they, they don't have, they don't have, like I say, once they, they don't have a lot of young people in their 20s and, 20s and 30s are interested in coaching, which is another trickle-down effect. That- they don't. They don't have anybody to gather kids around, saying, "You know, come, come play with us." Because so Matthew Dickey and them, and, uh, they, they, they still have baseball programs. Yeah. They got a lot of. That's why See, when you said, and Tom was saying it, but I've been saying it all along. Yeah, you started at a younger age, but that's kind of hard to do too. That's gonna take a problem. Yeah, exactly. that's gonna take a long time. And I mean, if you want to go, you want to find people to coach. Go to like you know these community colleges that still have baseball programs, and then just say, "Hey, do we have anybody out here who's interested in coaching? We're looking for kids who want to learn how to play baseball. They're here." And here's another thing too: you get a lot of exploit some of this wokeness that a lot of young white people have. Mm. Yeah, yeah, go down and help. Get back to the community. Go down there and help. Damn right. And Matt, if even if you look at the the community colleges that have good baseball programs, like Lewis and Clark. Over and over. That's uh, right. They do. Um, you do. Yep. You, you, you're you're an Illinois man. That's you, right near me. Know, huh? That's right near me. Uh, you okay you know about Lewis and Clark. They got, they play, they got, yeah, they they got an excellent uh, baseball program. Merrimack used to have an excellent baseball program. But, but if you players, they don't have any, any players that look like us. Well, I'll tell you what, though. College basketball is coming up big with their postseason. Yeah. NBA is yeah. coming up. What do you think the black kids are looking at? Basketball. And the young white kids. Yeah. What do you think the, 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 What happens next month? The NFL draft? Yeah. yeah. NFL season ain't never over. Never. It's over, but the free agency starts what? Because next week? Basketball, yeah. Basketball and hockey, their playoffs go almost to the end of June now. Mm-hmm. So, actually, I don't think this lockout right now really hurt. Major League Baseball. I agree with you. Yeah, because, because, because it happened in the offseason. Like, yeah. Well, well, first of all, people don't go to games this early anyway because oh. cold. it's cold. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what the owners know what they were doing. And a lot of those games get called off anyway because of weather. Snow, rain, sleet, everything. Yeah, so like, you know, so, you know right. this, you know, we, we hear many people saying, oh, this is going to hurt the game and everything. Right. If your team yeah. if your team is 15-2 and two in, in starting in May or something or April, the fans mm-hmm. are going to come out. Then. Let me tell you something right now. We'll let you go, baby. O. If okay. you had a junior Willie Mays, a oh, junior Hank yeah, Aaron, if you had a Roberto Clemente playing, mm-hmm. which they do still now, you had a bunch of black superstars, of Frank Robinson, little Frank Robinson. You had a pitcher like Bob Gibson, a Vita Blue. Young I kids would follow baseball. I agree. That's all it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I believe. Mookie okay, Betts. Do one more thing. Remember, remember yeah. Scipio Spinks that pitched yeah. for the Cardinals? Oh, yeah. 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 I, when we went and saw him play, pitch, there was a bunch of black people in that, in those stands. Mm. Because him and Bob Gibson, the nights they pitched, there's a lot of black people in the stands, you know. Lynn and right now, we, you know, overall, we really, you know, 
we really don't have. You know, they've got dark-skinned Latin players, yeah, but as far as African-American players, it's not many. And you better not call those Dominican players black. I'll do it. Yeah. Well, well, I I it. Yeah, Joe, hey, Tuna. That's where you are what you are. <laughs> Tuna, one quick story. Yeah. When the home run race was going on with Sammy Sosa and uh, Mark McGuire, mm -hmm. my father was in Chicago. He was at a Chicago barbershop. Now, you know the conversations are good in there. Mm -hmm. He asked the guy, said, are y'all pulling for Sammy Sosa? And to a man, those old men said, hell no. Because mm -hmm. they said, Sammy Sosa, somebody called Sammy Sosa black one day. Mm -hmm. And they said Sammy Sosa had a fit. That's right. Saying he's not black and all this kind of stuff. So, so you, and he's, he's just an example. He really ain't black because <laughs> you see him now. And that yeah. was Sam Sosa. Right, baby, well, he, he had the Michael Jackson effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's Yosemite oh, Sam Sosa. Michael Jackson had a disease. He had a condition. He had vitiligo. Yeah, he had a disease. Hey, we'll take a quick time out. I'm Charlie Tuna. Brought to you by Slooks. Don't forget about shortcuts and don't forget about the rewards program. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Don't forget now, BMW West St. Louis on a loaner car. Let me explain to you a loaner car real quick. When you go out to take your car, you can take in a 1930, 1960 BMW. They're going to still give you a new loaner car to drive. Now, if you want to drive that loaner car, the one you're driving, you may like it. Hey. They'll knock off 20% off a loaner car at BMW of West St. Louis. Dr. Rick Lehman's here. How are you doing, Doc? Everybody, I'm great. How's everybody out there? Good. Tell us about the MMA fighty that you were with this week. So I've taken care of the guy for a long time. His name is Joaquin Buckley. Just, just the greatest kid in the whole world. He really is. From St. Louis, lives in Las Vegas. And, you know, he's a real deal. I think he's 14 and 4, 16 and 4 or something. And uh, he travels around the country, promotes his fight, or MMA promotes his fight, and then, you know, he fights. And these guys are just, you think you're tough playing football or you're tough, whatever, playing hockey. But these guys, you know, someone lays on your head and bangs you in the head for an hour, and then you come back and win the fight. I mean, it's it's crazy. So he's unbelievably conditioned, fast, you know, 
wouldn't want to mistake and say something to him, you know, in a in the line at the fast food place because that, <laughs> that'd be a mistake. But just a great kid. How where did MMA derive from? Where did it come from? Did it come from back, backyard brawling? Where did it start at? You know, I I think that was the beginning, and and I think people kind of got I don't want to say fed up or tired or bored, but boxing lost. You know, boxing was everything. You had the days of George Foreman, Muhammad Ali, etc., and then, and then it lost its luster. I, you know, we we just kind of lost some pop, and that left an opening. And you know, there's a, there's a, a group on the east side called the Hit Squad, and those guys all train. And you know, we see them as all, all as patients and uh, this Finney guy. I mean, so there's there's quite a quite a little bit of a history here in St. Louis. But I think what happened was there was an opening. You know, when when boxing got a little complacent and uh, MMA. Like you said, started from street fighting, and these guys train like like no other. Uh, go ahead. You, you, I mean, like when UFC first started, there was no weight class, yeah, so you crazy. could have like a hundred fifty pound guy in there fighting a two hundred fifty pound guy. So that was a lot of the intrigue too. And I mean, like with boxing, because you have boxers yeah. who were so careful where there's not knockouts, and maybe people were winning by points. With MMA, you're yeah, more likely that. to see a knockout or a choke out. That's what people want to see. Right, and and you know you could be getting thumped, and then you come and choke somebody out, and, and you they won. Make, yeah, they make one mistake, you get them in an armbar, you get them in a in a guillotine, and it's it's night night. As opposed to other Crazy. athletes that you've dealt with, what are they like as far as their mental standpoint and their uh, their work ethic and and how they are outside the ring as opposed to inside. You know, it's interesting because so they work, they're, they're crazy, and and I, I've had guys come in with broken fibulas. You know, they kept fighting, so they're they're tough as nails. In the office, they are unbelievably friendly, and they just seem like really wow. They just really seem like great people. Um, but they train their you know their body fats all five percent or less, except in the heavyweights. And Matt's right, you know, in the early days, guys were getting killed because some guy 260s batting, you know, fighting some guy 145, and it was just, it was a mall, and they've kind of fixed that. And then the women got involved with Ronda Rousey and some of these others, so, I mean, that's, you know, got gotten some pub. But I, I think that they're, they're well-trained athletes, they're fast, they're strong. you got to have a little of everything, and you have to be able to box, you have to have a ground game, you know, they talk about jiu-jitsu. So it's it's a complex sport, and again, you know, you could be killing somebody, and in one punch, you're out, you're done. And what's different with boxing? With boxing, you know, it's just a punch. It's just the old one-two. <laughs> if, it's, if it's MMA, okay, you got to worry about the one and two. Then you got to worry about the three and four on your feet, and then you got to worry about them getting you on the ground, and then getting you in a, in a you know, in a, a heel lock or a, or an arm bar or something like that. It's just completely different. I don't know what boxing matches you've been watching, but boxing matches ain't boxing ain't one and two punch. Oh, well, I'm saying you don't have to worry about their fists. That's what I mean by one, two. You don't have to worry about elbows or knees. Yeah, you don't have to worry about elbows, knees, kicks. I'd rather be... Personally, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it either. I like boxing. I like boxing. I like both. No one said you can't like both. Nobody did. Dr. Rick, we're up here now in all of the Philadelphia 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets basketball TV is full of black kids, young black men. Major League Baseball entered their lockout today. How do you, as a white gentleman, try to attract more young black kids to baseball? Well, you know, I think baseball's lost its luster nationally, and, and I think there's a lot of reasons. And I think one reason is, you know, not to be disrespectful, because I had a 
I've, I've got baseball players in my office every day, but th- it's boring. I mean, it's mm-hmm. nine innings. It's it's a, it's a whole day. Um, you know, there's maybe two and a half minutes of of, of entertainment with guys on third and scores, and but by and large, it it doesn't. You know, it's lost a little of the American luster, and I, I think that's part of it. And and for some reason, it's become very Latin. You know, just to be frank, you know, it's Thank it's you. a Dominican sport it's a cuban sport it's a puerto rican sport and so not even american anymore you know, so yeah. what? right so you, you you said you know why, why there are fewer blacks but there's fewer everybody's i mean and and there's there's some white kids and there's some black kids but in in a sport that was primarily uh american you know it's the american great american sport it's not american at all matt brought us yeah. up earlier in time we need more entertainment in baseball I'm not trying to say that attracts blacks, but yeah, me, we need music. But the NFL and NBA is doing right now. This game right now, I guarantee you, they playing some music whenever there's a break or whatever. That's Something, going on. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree, Make and it I think more exciting. Uh, and I think walk up thirty seconds of something. Some you know, country and western isn't going to get it. And it's boring. It, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's boring. Well, you brought up a good point about it being more of a Latin game than anything else. And if you watch those games that are played like in Cuba and the Dominican and, and Puerto Rico, flair. those games are played with a lot of flair and a lot of passion. They get to the Major League Baseball, and all of it is sterilized out of it. I think Major League Baseball needs to do the exact opposite of that and embrace it. Like they do with the World Baseball Classic, no personality, none. It's all it's all uh, like oh, I want to say sanctioned out, but it's like you're you're not allowed to have, especially with the managers. Could you imagine someone like Earl Weaver in Major League Baseball <laughs> nowadays going out there and giving the umpire the shoe shine and poking the umpire the chase? They, they want to put him in a. <laughs> That's a good point. They they want to put him in anger management. The managers are exciting. No, nobody and it, is. And it used to be Doc, and you see all kinds of athletes, but it used to be back in the day you could have a, a guy that was short. A guy that was tall, a guy that was fat, a guy that was skinny, and they were on a team. Now it's everybody looks pretty much the same. They look, they have that body thank type, God. Mm-hmm. huh? Thank, I, God. thank God, what? I mean, what, thank God, Pete Rose might not make it today. Wait, what? 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 He's a shorter guy. He had no what speed. You, you couldn't make make it today. Are you mad? He, I didn't say he wouldn't. I said he might not. Mike Trout. Well, who's Mike Trout? Who's he Mike Trout? Couldn't make it to death. Are you I mad? didn't say he might not even get a look because he's so short. He wasn't no, fast. No, no, no. Oh, Charlie. No, no, no. You just no. want to argue Rose. with me tonight. Doc, oh, go Pete, ahead. Pete Rose would make it in any walk of life. Okay. Let's say Rose. somebody like John Crook then. John Crook. Or somebody like Cardinals. Bring, bring Cardinals second baseman. What do you mean, star? Uh, the, uh, oh, John, my God. He argued with anybody John, tonight. John I might leave. Crook, I might go. He was a big star, Charlie. John Crook was no big star. He was an all-star. My God. Okay, year. he wasn't an all-star in Charlie oh, Tunes. Oh, my God. Uh, Jesus. Doc, Doc. <laughs> Are you the I got man? some questions for you. <laughs> I'm ready. Transgender? Gender? Uh-huh. Yeah. Transvestite? The difference? So a transgender is somebody who's one sex, and they want to become another sex. So you're a dude, and you want to become a chick. And if you're a swimmer, and you go to University of Pennsylvania... <laughs> You were a men's swimmer, and now you're a female swimmer because you've changed sex. Transvestite is just a dude dressed up like a woman going out to have what we can't talk about on the air. <laughs> like J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah, I like J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> now, have you, this is personal, you may not have, can answer. Have you treated transgenders? Uh, For sure. 
Mm-hmm. For sure. And, and, and I, and, and, and I, I can't really talk about some of them, but one of them was a very famous 800 meter runner. And, uh, I've had quite a few transgenders in my practice. And, you know, you've, I feel for them. I really do. I feel like they're, they're trapped. They, you know, could you imagine waking up one day and thinking, man, I, I think I'm a dude or I think I'm a lady and, and you're not. And so I think they're tormented and, and I really feel bad for them. Um, and, and everybody has a different take on it. You know, some, some want to have the bottom fixed and the top fixed. And so there's all kinds of stuff that goes in their brains. But again, I, I feel like they're very confused and I, I feel very so bad you, for them. So if you fix a man to become a woman. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, used, no to be, I used to be Buddy yesterday and now I'm Susan tomorrow. Yeah. Does a woman have to change her hormones? Does that make her equal to a woman, or she's still strong as a man? So, so in sports, you have to get your testosterone level. If you're a woman, if you're if you're transitioning to a woman, you have to get your you get to get your testosterone levels down. But still, your body habit is, hasn't changed. So, if you're six two and you weigh two thirty, and you're and you've got your your testosterone levels down, you can't really build muscle the same way. But you're not, you're also not shrinking to be the size of a woman. So, you know, just just imagine somebody. You know, let's you can pick any sport you want. Just imagine somebody who's with Lucky Land slots. You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Who's 6'2, 235, and they're going to swim against somebody who's 5'8, 1. 35 or they're going to fight or they're going to play golf or it doesn't matter what Mm -hmm. it's just it's just a muscle mass disadvantage plus if you look at every world's record in in running and sports are really only about balance and running right the fastest guy is always the best athlete so what 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 happens you know who who can run faster than a man what woman could ever run faster than a man no no woman could ever run faster than a man you mentioned you got barry bonds we've got roger clemens in baseball because I said he cheated, okay? Yeah. Right. What about a girl or a man that's changed his sex and they set a record in track and field or swimming? Should that, should that be accommodated? Well, I'd ask you that same question. I mean, mm-hmm. no. Be- because, I mean, what what? so so you could say what you want about Barry Bonds, but Barry Bonds, if he never did steroids, he'd be in the Hall of Fame right now. He's one of the greatest baseball players ever lived, abs- absent any of this other junk. That's the first thing. So so they're they're being discounted for what they did separate. You, you know, and, and, and P. Rose, I mean, bet on baseball, so what? I mean, as long it didn't diminish the number of hits he got. So some of this is really very political in my mind. 
The other though is very is science, and and that is if I if I can run, you know, if I'm if I'm a, a good, let's say tennis player, a good sprinter, and, and we. Double hour. Go ahead. Right. Anyway, I'll finish my thoughts. So, so if I'm a good, you know, college sprinter, you're so I'm good. The, we don't know what time it is. <laughs> uh, I'm the greatest female sprinter in the world, right? Mm-hmm. If, I, if, if I could run for UCLA as a as a pretty good male sprinter, there's there's no woman in the world that could beat that person in 100 meters or the 400. You know, so you're the greatest woman sprinter. So no, that that person shouldn't be able to get records. Uh, Based on a, tra- a you know changing their sex. All right, I'm Charlie Tuna. Tom, Wild. Tom, I like Tom. Tom brings <laughs> off energy to my Whatever, man. Come on. He when we get back, I want to ask Doc about he's, he's 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 don't thing, but he don't bring energy. Yeah, I'm into like an old married couple. Like just, <laughs> he's geez. listening to real before he puts it right back in. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Are you with me, Doc? I know you like man. the fish. Okay. 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 That's why they call him tuna. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he ain't setting nobody up. I set you up. You set up all the time. He's now 0-10, not 0-9 anymore. <laughs> Dr. Rick Lehman is with us. Joe Davis will be right back. We're going to talk about... I want to talk about this subject a little bit more. Because I'm, my, I'm confused about... It's not fair to kids... If you're a little girl and you got to go play a basketball game against some half man, half woman. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Charlie Tuna Show. Presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Justice Smollett was uh, sentenced for a hate crime and a host. He will have to serve 37 years in jail. I'm wrong. I'm just kidding. 150 days in county jail in order to pay $120,000 restitution for lying to the police. He got away basically with nothing. Not nothing. The only thing I hate about That's this That's so story, idiotic. I'm, sh- I'm shifting gears by saying this. I don't never like to see a black person accuse a white person of racism if it's not there. That is <laughs> it's just going to make it ten times harder when we try How many times did you say that about me? Well, you are racist. <laughs> Jesus, I'm the least racist person in this room, probably. Uh, me I and got Doc. The, I got Dr. Rick. I got a quote from James Ingram. We're going we're going to go back to Corona. We're, going, we're trying to get off of coronavirus. We can't. Please, we can't. God, no. It feels like it's going away. He said, can Corona cause the erectile dysfunction in men? Yeah, the incidence is 0.01%. Small, it can. You know, you know what we're seeing? We're seeing nerve damage and, and some of that. So it's not vascular. Most erectile dysfunction is, is vascular. You don't have good blood supply to your junk. This is You are seeing some nerve damage, and it can... It can be effective, and it usually is in people over sixty. But I'll tell you, uh, we're seeing a lot of weird, a lot of weird. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
COVID long hauler issues that you would never, never expect. Rashes. Uh, you know, everyone talks about brain fog, but I've seen some, some, I, I had a guy the other day tell me he was so short of breath. He couldn't ride his bike a block and the guy was, you know, good shape and pretty good athlete. So we're seeing a lot of post COVID and post vaccine stuff. It's not common, you know, so you're, you know, as a doctor, you're going to only, no one comes in and says, Hey, I had COVID. I feel great. They come in and say, Hey, I'm still having this or I'm still having that. But I think, I think we're going to learn a lot in the next five years about what this was really about. No, I was taking low T shots every week, every other week. So they changed it to a cream you have to use every day. And they keep saying the cream is maybe more effective and better. Well, so, so, some yeah, of these. I told you my personal business. Stay away from me because I'm dangerous. <laughs> so, so some of these creams, it's just a little click and you put the cream on, but it keeps your blood level higher. So what happens when you get, and the reason it is better is, you know, when you get your T-shot, your testosterone shot, you get this, and then you get this, and then you get another shot, and you get this, and you get this. So so when when you do a daily cream or daily nose spray, or there's actually a little underarm uh, topical, it keeps your blood level, your testosterone level equal. So let's say you're getting 200 milligrams a week if you're getting... 40 milligrams a day, and you get it every day, your blood level is going to stay the same. So you don't get the, the peaks and the valleys. So I think that's one thing. And then the other the other issue is that it, it, it's, it's a lot easier to, to, to maintain dosing. So, so you know, when, when, you, when someone comes in, they're getting 200 milligrams, then you switch them to whatever, 300 milligrams, you don't really know what happens in the middle. So it's hard to follow the dose. Where if you get the same dose every day, it's a lot easier to dose and, and, and be consistent. So if you want your, t- your testosterone to be 750, it's a lot easier for the doctor to monitor that than if, than if you're, you're going up and down because you don't know where on the cycle you are when you get the blood test. Valdez, you're on with Dr. Rick Lehman. Richard. Hey, Lehman. thank you. Hey, thanks, Tuna. Hey, Dr. Rick, I wanted to continue the conversation on MMA, Tuna's favorite sport. I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about those chokes. Now, which ones are, which one is the most dangerous? You got the blood choke, and that one cuts off uh, blood flow of the parotid arteries, and then you got the air choke that Matt talked about, uh, the guillotine uh guillotine hole which applies pressure to uh the windpipe with the forearm going across the windpipe and i'll just hang up and listen thanks so it's a good question the the, the problem with the vascular chokes when you're when your carotid artery gets compressed is you pass out because you don't get any blood in your brain mm. and so so you'll, you'll sometimes see guys that won't tap out because they're so tough and then they just basically fall asleep but what what they've had is a mini infarct to their brain they haven't had blood to their brain and then they just pass out you you can't you cannot, you can tolerate, you can't tolerate it. I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna pass out. But if someone is choked off your, if you have a guillotine and you're not breathing, you're gonna tap out because it's like drowning. And, and, and that's not something you're gonna be able to tolerate. How does that, I'm sorry, man. How does that, as time goes on, a person, how does that affect their brain, their, you know, their cognitive thinking and all that? Is it, <clears throat> is it, detrimental to them or is it just a one-time thing well you know i i I think if you think of mma you you don't really have the same gloves as you have as boxing and someone's punching you in the head and then someone's break you know taking away blood supply to your brain i i i I think the whole thing is detrimental and i think if we take 100 mma guys that had 10 fights or more and we were to 
you know, do the same thing we do in NFL football. We would test them after they were dead. They, they'd ban MMA, just like they're sooner or later going to have to come to some reconciliation in football because there's just too much CTE and brain damage. And I've always said, and I said it on the air, you know, if we, once we get that test, it realizes that you've had, you got CTE and we can measure it, you know, like we get an MRI or an X-ray, and we take a 14 or 15-year-old and we say, oh, my God, you know, Johnny's got early brain damage and he's only 14 years old, you know, I think football is going to have a, a reckoning. So I agree with you. I, I think if you have a one-time deal and, and, and it happens, you probably get by with it. But, I mean, if that if, if you're getting blood supply choked off to your brain multiple times, if you pass out or not, sooner or later, that's going to have an effect, and, and it's going to have a negative effect. In your opinion, what is more dangerous than boxing, MMA, or, or uh, football? Oh, there's no question MMA is the no. worst because, I mean, I think they're better, to be honest with you. And, 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 and meaning they're, they're, you know, it used to be that they'd let you sit there and pound them in the head forever. Now, if they're down, mm-hmm. you know, if you, you see someone who's been knocked out, essentially, you don't have to run over and hit the guy, just walk away and they're going to call a fight. But back in the day, and back in the day was two years ago, the guy knocked you out and then he ran over and punched you five more times yeah, in the head. Yeah, they'd hammer punch him. Right. Yeah. So I don't think anything could be worse than that. So, you know, I, I, but but if you look at great boxers, Joe Frazier, Muhammad, I mean, every one of them had Parkinson-related mm-hmm. head trauma, right? Because of the repeated punching, whereas the MMA, it's more of a one and done. Right. But, and so so I, I think that MMA probably is trying to protect the head a little bit better. But still, I mean, I, I just think getting hit in the head repeatedly is, you know, better to be a talk show host or something <laughs> much safer well, uh dr i'm gonna i'm gonna veer all the way left here but um i've seen videos where people are on roller coasters or or uh rides that go real fast they pass out mm-hmm. are they passing out from the speed of the ride or is it fear can you actually pass out from being afraid you, you probably can pass out from being afraid you know and that is a really really good question so most people feel that the high centrifugal force decreases the oxygen in your brain but you know, I bet you, uh, you know, I bet you, some people are just flipped out, and 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 maybe you know, some of them are, are going to pass out just because of fear. And and I think if you got scared enough, you get what's called a vasovagal response. You know, so so if I'm going to inject your knee, some people just pass out. Well, that's a what's called a vasovagal response, and and that's the same thing I think on rides. You get this vasovagal response, and boom, you're out. I think because I, I know Joe, I know what you're talking about. I've seen videos of that where just it's like a slingshot like, or something. Yeah. And they're right before the shot goes off, right before the yeah. ride goes off, they pass out. Right, and then they wake up and they're still going like two hundred miles an hour. Again. They pass out again. I remember years ago, uh, the Hell's Angels. The, no, the, what's the the uh, the crew over in Illinois? What's that? Is the blue blue. What do they call them? Blue Angels. Blue Angels. So they invited Walter Payton oh, the, over to take a ride with them. Oh. So they told him the <laughs> night before not to eat anything. And they told him that he would pass out. And, of course, Walter said, I'm not going to pass out. When they went up in the sky, he passed out for about 10, 10 minutes. So is that because of the pressure? What's that from? Yeah, that's centrifugal pressure. So if you don't get used to that that pressure, I mean, you, so, you know, those are G-forces or probably yeah. eight, nine you know, and you're probably used to in your Porsche about 1.2 mm-hmm. at the most. So you got to get used to that. And 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 all those guys, when when they're training, they all you know that's a pretty common thing. With all this talk of falling out, what what happens when a person faints? 
So so what happens is they get a vasovagal response, and and what happens is blood doesn't get to their brain, and they and they pass out. So the the, the thing. So if you think about it, what makes you breathe? You're not sitting there going, breathe, Tommy, breathe. Yeah, yeah. You just breathe. Involuntary. And it's involuntary. Your heartbeat is involuntary. So if you're, if, if you, if the sympathetic nervous system doesn't work and it tells your heart not to beat and you don't get oxygen to your brain, you're going to pass out. Getting back to Travis. <laughs> All right, here we go. Gender. Will the government and institutions outlaw transgenders from participating in sports in high school and college so so right now you know it's up to each governing body and and and, it, and it's kind of unfair um because certain sports it's it's not okay in certain sports it is okay and i don't know if it will ever become politicized to the point where and they've tried this in in texas to say that that women that are transitioning you know that men that that are transitioning to women can't can't participate, but I don't know that that's ever gonna it's ever gonna fly because you're crossing a fine line. Because really, absent sports, what do you care? You know, if you want to identify yourself as a chick or a guy, I mean, no one really cares. And again, I I feel sad for those people. I I don't think you should be able to to benefit from changing gender to to, to be able to be a better athlete mm-hmm. that just to, to me isn't doesn't seem right okay jackie john is in the blocks getting ready to run the hurdles yeah but old boat next to her used to be a man yeah now he's a woman is that fair to jackie john a curse okay no and and so you have a daughter and she's worked her whole life and and she's going to be the third person on the u.s olympic 100 meter team you know and instead of it being your daughter, you know, now it's Jimmy, who's now Janie. That, that's not fair. I mean, you've worked your whole life. Sure. And, and, and now, and, and, you know, for me, not maybe not today, but when I was 25, if I was a woman tennis player, I'd be the greatest tennis player in the world. You know, I was 50, 60 in the world. I mean, there's no woman I couldn't beat. Mm-hmm. So, so how is that fair? And then pretty soon we're just going to have nine men running the 100 meters in, in the Olympics. You know, why would we... If I'm French, you know, or British, and I could run, why, why wouldn't I do that? I'd, I'd just become a, a a girl, and you know, I'd be famous. That's not right. So, what do you think the solution is? Is you think the solution is just like a ban across the board, or should it be kind of like, okay, if your testosterone level is at this percentage or whatever, you're not allowed to participate, or if that doesn't matter, their muscle structure is still going to be like a man's. They're still going to have that advantage. Well, you know, I think in the end, when 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 clear heads prevail, what's going to happen is you're going to have, you know, genetic men, genetic women, and genetic transgenders. So all the transgenders don't race. Know, don't race against each other. Yeah, they, they, if you if you're you know a guy, and you want to be a girl, you're going to run against other guys that want to be girls, and and vice versa. Because it's 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 always the the men going into women and not the other way around. Right, because there's no benefit. The there's no way. benefit there. And going back to what you said earlier, I think it was South Dakota. They had a state law saying that if you are a transgendered woman, you're not allowed to complete in high school sports. So I guess the two people hmm. in South Dakota who are transgender <laughs> are not going to be allowed to complete it, uh, in wrestling. Uh, Dr. Rick, um, there, I know those animals like lizards and frogs that if there's only males around, they, they can create their own eggs and sperm and impregnate themselves. Is that something that humans will be able to eventually do or is that even scientific? You learned that in Jurassic Park. Uh, <laughs> a little bit, that's it. <laughs> but you know, it's, 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 so, so that's an evolutionary thing and you know, that, that could be an evolutionary 
um, maturation that we see at some point. Now, right now, you know, we, we look at it and, and there's no real self fertilization, but certainly there's a lot of animals that that does, that, that, that happens to. And then there's, there's animals that have no gender. So based on that, you know, that, that could be an evolutionary change. You're, you're in the know as far as the Olympics and all that stuff. Have the Olympics talked about this sort of thing? Are they in the process of thinking about what they're going to do when this does happen? Because it will happen eventually. Absolutely. And, you know, we have conversations about it all the time. And and what we're doing now is we're leaving it up to each country's. Uh, so, you know, for us to be the USOC, French OC, whatever, Olympic Committee. So right now it's, it's individualized. But I think if you all of a sudden, if somebody were to come on the scene that was a clear case of crossing over because that hasn't been the case. Then uh, I think what's going to end up happening is is we're going to get we're going to have a change. Pick parts. Um, Young man died recently. Yeah. Yeah. Pick heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a bypass in two thousand eight. Yeah. And they do something to your leg too. Yeah. Pig. Yeah. Parts in my body right now. Yep. Is that n- normal? Well, so so you you got two different. We're talking apples and oranges. So the guy who had the pig heart, mm-hmm. I didn't have a pig heart though. Well, you have probably had a pig valve. Yeah, I did. So 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 a pig heart. So the pig is the closest to the to the to the human in terms of um, vascular structure, valves, etc. Hmm. And it's pretty common to use a pig valve to replace a valve in a human. Now, what they did is they kind of took it one step further and they said, well, since this is so close anatomically. We're gonna put. We're gonna do a heart transplant. We're gonna use a pig, and the reason is we're very limited in the number of humans that can donate their hearts. But you know, for there's a zillion, there's unlimited number of 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 porcine out there, pigs out there. So so based on that, uh, we think we can increase the number. They will figure this out. So in the next ten to thirty years, forty years, humans may be recipient of a animal's. Heart. No, no, uh, there's not a question in my mind that they're going to figure, just like the first guy, Christian Barnard, that said, I'm going to do a hand, hair tra- heart transplant in South Africa. They probably thought the guy was mm-hmm. completely out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Was this lady, and she was in a car accident, and they donate her heart to somebody who was very sick. And, and you know, it just it's like an iPhone. Now they're at the iPhone 2 stage, and pretty soon they'll be at the iPhone 20 <laughs> stage, and they'll figure I, it out. When I did my bypass, the doctor was a... Asian doctor, he said, okay, Mr. Edwards, we can either take your heart out of your body or keep it there. I said, keep it there. <laughs> <laughs> keep it there. <laughs> but he said there's several ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Said, no, don't take nothing out. Just keep it there. Uh, doctor, how far are we from having, uh, say you have an emergency and you need an immediate heart transplant, how far are we from having... 3D printers that are able to create organs or skin grafts and things like that. We're there. I mean, they, they already have 3D printers for, for a lot of these uh, components. Um, a heart's a little bit more complicated. Um, but but I think, so So there's two avenues. One is this digital heart that's that's very small. It looks like a golf ball. It does almost the same thing. And, 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 and you put in these vascular channels, but it has like a little um, control center. So the question is, are we gonna are we gonna have kind of a digital, completely fake heart, or are we gonna go to you know, or, or are we gonna figure out a way to, to improve upon using um, a pig heart? Now, I got to tell you that it, it's not too big a stretch in my mind in the next five years to say we're we're gonna do all heart transplants using um, 
pig hearts from pigs that are very young, right? Mm-hmm. You, you don't want you don't want an old pig's heart, right? Sure. You want you want a young pig's heart, and so. So when you get a heart transplant, you don't really get that choice, right? Somebody get, dies, maybe they're 20, maybe they're 40, maybe they're 50. So I think there's a real benefit to try to come up with a, with, with the technique so that you're, you're using, um, something that has much better elasticity. He's going to live a lot longer than some old guy's heart who's 45 who may, you know, already has some disease. If you're the recipient of an organ donor, you have to take medicine so your body does not reject that organ. Do you? Th- I would imagine it's going to be the same if you get the organ of an animal. No doubt. And do you think that would, like the medicine would have to be maybe taken more frequently or be more powerful because uh, it's of a different species? It all depends on HLA match. So if you if you you know if you have a su- supposedly the pig organs are pretty similar, so the HLA match is pretty good. So if you get a, a match that's that's pretty good because all pig hearts aren't going to be the same, mm-hmm. you probably are. You know, you're 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 not going to have to be as immunosuppressed, and if you get an HLA match that's not very good, whether it's a human or a pig, you're probably going to have to take a lot of medicine to be immunosuppressed. So I think it's gonna it's going to be uh, patient dependent. You talk about heart transplants and there's trans liver transplants and that sort of thing. Will there ever be a day when somebody could have a brain transplant? People are looking at it. Um, you know, I, I, I think the biggest problem there is, 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 is the, the, the vascularity of the brain and, and making sure that every component of the brain is vascularized. So the problem is you, you don't want to wake up and, you know, you don't remember like the fifth grade. Yeah. Um, and so your I loved think, ones and yeah. Who are yeah. you? How to speak English. <laughs> right. Glad to How be to here. speak English. So, but, but, you know, science is amazing. So, I mean, it, it certainly wouldn't shock me. You know, they're doing face transplants, and they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff that, you know, probably people thought in the day were just, uh, you know, impossible. So RoboCop's a possibility? <laughs> I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of Seinfeld and Kramer and the Pigman. Yeah, the Pigman. So, so, the here is Dr. Rick Lehman. He'll be with us just for a few more moments. We don't like to keep him over time. I'm going to shift gears again. Sex foods. Yeah. What's a good sex food? Good sex fruits. You know, everybody thinks that clams are, are good sex foods, and and I think that's right. Um, so I, so I think uh, shell animals tend to be pretty good sex foods, and sex fruits. Um, I don't think there's there there there, there are some separate fruits, um, certain berries that that supposedly enhance your your sex life, um, and they're 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 different uh, forms of, of berries. So I think. Raspberries, blackberries, you know, are, are probably your, your best way to go. Um, I, I think that generally keeping your carbs down and, and, uh, eating high protein is probably the best thing because I think when you eat a lot of carbs, you, you, you tend to bloat a little bit and you're, you're sex, you get tired and you're not too good. What's Michelle? <laughs> medicine and foods nowadays, medicine and foods have changed the way our body is constructed. We can get transplants. We can get new hips, arms, legs. Who was the runner that got uh, accused of killing his girlfriend? Oscar Petraeus. Yeah. He had two. How did he run? I don't understand that. Nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, a man that can't have an erection at age 30, 40, and 50, now that's all over with if he wants to. to how did that happen so quick? Well, you know, 
I think the science age is kind of amazing, and 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 really, medicine isn't isn't all that isn't isn't all that great in in terms of IT. I mean, we're gonna we're coming on to an era probably the next five years where cars and airplanes are not going to have anybody driving. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. there, you, you know, people are like you're out of your mind. There's always going to be a driver. Pretty soon, we're going to have taxis and Uber drivers and over the road <laughs> cars. There's not going to be anybody driving. And airplanes, for sure. I mean, right now, it's all automated. So, I mean, and, and you look at your phone, and it tells you when to turn right and when to turn left. To yeah. Get, to get navigation. The, they, got, they got cars coming out now that can fly. And also, the, mm-hmm. remember the Amphicar? car? Yeah. They got those coming. <laughs> so, so I think technology and medicine lags compared to some of the crazy iCloud, you know, things you just, like, I mean, your, your phone's going to tell you how to get from point A to point B. I mean, that's amazing. This past weekend was the NFL Combine, and the big thing that everybody wants to talk about is the 40-yard dash. And they said this year they've had more sub-4.4 times on the 40-yard dash than they ever have. When do you think we're going to see the the peak of human evolution and what they can do? Like, will we ever see a 40-yard time that's below four seconds? Do you think that's ever possible? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, you know, back in the day, someone said, hey, someone's going to run a four-minute mile. Everyone said, well, you guys are nuts. <laughs> um, so there's not a question in my mind that someone's going to run, you know, a, a three nine zero at some point, um, because the times across the board are faster. Bigger guys are going faster, and littler guys are going faster. So there's there's no question we're going to break four. Now the question is, will we ever break three and a half? And that's I doubt that. And, and what do you attribute that to? Is it is it training? Is it the way just the way they are genetically? A combination of both. What do you think that is that they've we're seeing this human evolution? They're talking about an offensive lineman that was like six nine and three hundred and eighty pounds and was an athlete. Was an athlete. So, so I think I think it's I think the genetics are there. I think the steroids on our food are making everybody bigger, and I think the training techniques are are, are far superior. But I also think there's a focus, right? So I got kids in my practice. I saw a kid today in the eighth grade who was six six eight. Uh, Eighth grade, could dunk a basketball, you know, is going to probably end up in the NBA. Can't tell you it is. Doesn't matter. Um, the, I got kids in my practice that are 16 that throw 104. Wow. You know, so, so, that's wild. But some of that is, is they've been working on throwing hard like that since they're seven years old or sure. nine years old. I wouldn't recommend it. I don't, you know, and I think they're just going to burn out. But, you know, part of the thing is these guys are working on the 40. I mean, I remember, when Bobby Kersey and I started looking at pro athletes, this was 20 years ago, trying to make them run faster in the combine, and everyone was like, what do you want to do that for? And I'm like, well, if we can run faster, we're going to make more money because that's what football is. And so, again, it's it's coaching. It's God, that guy's amazing. So uh, it's so good. I mean, it's, it's so good. It's just, Speaking of human evolution. <laughs> all right, seriously, seven-foot dribble and shoot. I mean, and he never misses. We're talking about KD, um, but but the bottom line is, you know, I think there's such a focus on 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 forty times, and there's such a focus on throwing hard, and and you, you know, people are just working on it and working on it and working on it. Folks, Doctor Rick Lehman, don't forget this portion of the show is brought to you by the Jazz Cruises. Don't forget George Benson. We'll be in St. Louis at the factory at the District on Thursday night, May twelfth. We also this portion of the show. Brought to you by Snooks. Don't forget about the Snooks Rewards Program. When you go to the register, punch in your phone number, 
and you'll be taken care of. Next time you come back in, if you need a couple dollars to buy something, you can. Snooks also has lowered prices of over a thousand items across the store. They're going to stay low. Dr. Rick, health tip of the week, and I need one. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I, I think every, everybody's everybody's coming in. You know, hopefully we're waiting for uh, summer, right? And 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 we're we're trying to kind of get healthy. And, and the one thing I would tell everybody out there is bump up. You know, if you like nuts, you don't like nuts. Get get some nuts in your diet. High high protein, good fiber. Uh, and, and I think we tend not to eat enough berries and nuts, seeds, etc. So uh, stay away from processed foods and, and, and let's try to bump, you know, a handful of nuts a day. You don't have to get crazy, but it's just the healthiest thing you can do. One more question, man or woman? How many, check, how many times should a person over 45 see a doctor per year? So I, I think, you know, everybody has a little different take on this. Personally, as a patient, I think everybody should go to the doctor twice a year, should get a physical once a year, and you should just check in, you know, get your blood drawn. You know, unless you're just perfectly healthy, which none of us are. I mean, if you got a little high A1C, if you got a little cholesterol, this or that, getting your blood drawn and, and seeing the doctor twice a year for one, two physical, and then one, hey, I'm just checking in and getting my blood drawn and getting a little 50,000-mile uh, tune-up. This has been a really unique, fantastic visit with Dr. Rick Lemon, but you never know what to expect when you walk through the doors on Thursday night at 645. Dr. Rick will be back with us, of course, next Thursday night. You'll be in town, and he loves coming in. But I like when you're out of town because you always have some good stuff on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> always some good stuff on Instagram. And you, what was the uh, gentleman's name again, the MMA fighter? Joaquin Buckley, and yeah. and you should all look him up. The guy from St. Louis, just a great, great kid. I, I just couldn't be rooting for him more, not just because I'm his doctor. What, what's, We're what's, going to show you the kick. He's going to show you this kick he did a guy. What you circuit? Seen the I, seen the, I, I looked yeah. him up earlier when I saw him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you see Facebook. Yeah, it was is, 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 UFC, is, is, is the UFC a Bellator? What is it? What? UFC. UFC. Yeah. All right, folks, we're going to take another crazy. quick it's time out. We'll, I'm going to leave you with time. I'm going to leave time alone now. <laughs> Go on, get out of here. I'll pick, I'll, I'll pick on him for you. How about I that? Set on, I, set, <laughs> I set him up so you good. You set me up for nothing. you always been set up. For Charlie's that. been overpaying, Doc, at, but <laughs> at one of the local stores too much. $7. <laughs> Every order that well, he makes. Well, when I go, I just looked it up too. <laughs> when I go to Walmart for Might ask him for a loan. When I go to Walmart for deliveries, <laughs> yeah. they, uh, I, first time I noticed it was last week, they had. An email came. They seen the email about what you ordered. Sure. Then I had a second email came said, "Thank you for tipping your driver seven dollars." I ain't care seven dollars. It was worth it. Beating it going to the damn store. No doubt. So I don't care. Yeah, DoorDash is like that. You yeah, have the delivery fee and then you tip the driver. And you don't know yeah. why. They hide that fee too. Instacart does it too. I That's saw someone. That. I saw someone post this on Facebook about like how you can't be complaining about gas prices yeah. if you're if you're door dashing <laughs> for tacos that are three blocks away. Yeah. Or if you pay, That's a good point. Spend thirty two bucks four, four on tacos. Four one, one night. Twenty six dollars. Yeah, yeah what's really for the delivery? Come on, yeah. man. It, it adds up so quick. Get up off that couch. It really delivery. does. I wasn't home. It sounds good until you hit that checkout. What do you yeah. pay? Uh, You're at, right. At Starbucks, you pay about $30 a gallon for coffee. Dr. Rick Lee, thank you gas. very much for coming in. Really, actually, was a fantastic show. It was. Always is. Always good. Super brother, the one and only million dollar man, Dr. <laughs> Rick Lehman. We'll take a quickie. <laughs>
is crying, crying. The Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Matt Burger, Time Wiley, Joseph, some people call me Maurice yes, Davis, sir. here on a Thursday evening, live from the Snook Studios, The Charlie Tuna Show, 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Very excited because tomorrow drops season four of Drive to Survive, the docuseries about Formula One racing. And you've heard me on this airway, on these airwaves, talk about Formula One several times. Tom, I know you're a fan. I watch it once in a while. Yeah, Joe, I know you're a fan. Oh yeah, I keep, I'm excited. I, I I'm keep trying excited. to get more and more people. And the, the one thing I found: the more people I tell to watch the docu series, watch it and like it, and start to follow it. It's not as it's not just all race. I mean, you know the the cars on the track and going around in circles or whatever you want to say people say about racing. It's got a lot of engineering stuff in there. Absolutely. It's got stuff that you can learn from. And, you know. and there's, a, there's a lot of, like, human drama in there. Sure, like, there's sure. real beef between like drivers the, and, yeah. and team principals and, and team sells, owners. But, and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, last Saturday or Sunday, where was the NASCAR race? It was in, in Vegas, wasn't yes, it? Yes. Okay. So I'm like, there, there was, like, nothing on. So I flip it on. And, Tom, I know you're a bigger NASCAR fan than what I, I am. Yeah, I used to watch a lot more, but, yeah. Do they pray before every race? They do. Okay, they do. I, they do. They do at most tracks. I know they do it uh, every year at the five hundred. And okay, so yeah, I, I like. I did not know that was a thing. I didn't yeah. either. So oh, that, yeah. that that caught me by surprise. They have a guy come out and do, deliver a benediction. Yeah, yeah, every time. And another thing caught me by smart. surprise. This like this is another reason why I like Formula One. They're like, yeah, but it's gonna be you know, you know, four hundred laps, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. F one is at best like it's maybe seventy three sometimes depending on the size of the track. 400 laps. So that is, a, that is have, all day. That's an all day commitment. Have either of you seen a live race? No, no but I, I heard never. once it's live, it's completely different. It, you know, I've seen both the Indy 500, uh, the open wheel racers, you know, here and other places, or I say here, Indianapolis and St. Louis, and I've seen NASCAR stuff, and I've seen, you know, it, it's a t- totally different atmosphere when you're in the stands. Much like hockey, you know, people say, oh, hockey, I can't, mm-hmm. you can't follow a puck on TV. But once you go to a game, it's a totally different animal. Mm-hmm. Like, what was his name? The the one gentleman, the black guy that uh, a couple years ago, Tony X. Tony X. Tony X. Oh, when he he was sitting booth. right in front of us, and he was going ape over the whole thing. You know, it was just one of those things he'd never been, and it was it. That's much the same way with a auto race. It's the world's largest. People don't realize yeah. this. It's the world's largest spectator sport. You go more people. Oh, yeah, you go to people. the one that's coming here in a couple I'll months. Go, yeah. More people will go to those races than any other sport, and if you don't want to call a sport, fine. They go to those races more than they do baseball, they soccer, do. football, hockey, anything. This past summer, when they had the uh, the United States Grand Prix at the Circuit of Americas mm-hmm. down in Austin, Texas, yep. which is a four-day event. Yeah. You, have the, you have the practice session. You have something on Thursday. You have the practice sessions on, on uh, Friday and Saturday, and then you have the race on Sunday. They They had almost a million people. Down there for all four of those days. I'm money. I'm, I'm that sure, is huge. That's crazy. That's a lot I'm of sure people. Mr. Francois over at the at Gateway will, in fact, 
it'll be a week long. And when I say week long, it'll probably start Wednesday or Thursday and go through Sunday for that NASCAR race that's coming here. And it'll be a, a, an event. Now it, it'll it, also include probably downtown St. Louis. Yeah, it is is it a NASCAR NASCAR like like, it's the, top, NASCAR. like, like the top circuit with it all is. the top yeah, drivers? It is. Okay. It is. Yes. Because I mean, there used to be like Bush League. Is it still yes. Bush? Okay. It's still, well, it's whatever they want. I don't know. What I, I don't know. Now, who's, I don't even know who sponsors they, the regular NASCAR now. It used to be Nextel. Well, that's not Nextel. I know. I know. I don't even know what it is now. They have, but it'll be interesting because I've been to numerous races down there at Gateway, and there's never been anyone sitting in turn one. Never. And that's where some of the penthouse suites are. If you go to the track, you'll see mm-hmm. that the penthouse, the, like the club, whatever, oh, the club, club boxes, they'll be, they're above turn one. I sit in turn one at the Indy 500 because that's where all the action is. Mm-hmm. And now this time around, I'm sure that they're going to sell that grandstand out because it's, oh, yeah. people, be, Absolutely. People, people don't realize this. They will be coming from many, many miles away. Oh, sure. Every and, state. And people yeah. that follow them from city to city that are, you know, whether they're money wise, they can, do well or are retired or they, they work go, remotely yeah, yeah 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 that's a good point so there's going to be a lot of people in town it's going to inject a lot of revenue into this this city in this uh, area and, and this this race is not one and done either like they're, they're no, they sign like a, a yeah. multi-year commitment correct They've if i remember ne- correctly yep and they've done that and it's all because of what mr francois or francois has done over there he's turned the whole thing around because I can. I was at the very first race that was there, mm-hmm. and that was '97, I think it was '90. Yeah, and the pavement was bubbling. It was so hot that day; it was brutally hot, and the pavement was bubbling. And NASCAR was so upset with them. They next time they ran a race there, it was in October. Oh wow! So, so make sure they, it was they switched be hot. around. And Dale Junior won. I remember that race. Okay, but they switched it around. And then they would, you know, they had a couple open wheel races. But this is a big deal, it's folks. Big, this is like deal. a huge, huge thing for this community and for that track. Because of uh, because of Drive to Survive, the, the Netflix uh, docuseries about Formula One, mm-hmm. and that has increased the popularity of Formula One yeah. in the United States. This year in May will be the inaugural Miami Grand Prix, and FIA, the governing body over open-wheel racing, is even thinking about adding a third American race. So there will be two for sure. And there will be a third one? Well, they're thinking about adding a third. They used to have the U.S. Grand Prix at, at Indy. At Indy, mm-hmm. yeah. At 500, they go backwards. Yeah, now, now it's the Circuit of America's da- yeah. down in Austin. Yeah. But because of uh, Putin, him having his little hissy fit oh. <laughs> over in uh, Europe and invading Ukraine, FIA has taken away the Russian Grand Prix, which I'm glad because I hate that track. I think yeah. and, and, and they're not going to go back in the, in the foreseeable future. No. Let's take that race out of Russia and let's put a third race in the United States. They will be cutting a lot of stuff out, Russia wise. They really everybody have. and the Macepin everybody but the country and then a Macepin who has been driving for Haas, mm-hmm. and they they fired him. And I'm like, oh, well, just wow. because he's Russian doesn't mean. And then it turns out that he and his father both have ties to the Putin government. Oh, Jesus. okay, yeah, you 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 got to go there. Getting paid nicely, <laughs> Valdez. Uh, what's on your mind, sir? Hey, I got a quick question for you, Matt and Tom. Now, who are the top drivers in your respective uh, motorsports, Formula One and NASCAR? Or would I be, is it more correct to say, who are the top teams? And can I, and since you all follow the sport, I'm curious to know what makes, you know, the drivers great? What puts them up on a level besides, I know winning, that's obvious. 
But what makes the top team and the top drivers uh, so special and endearing to the fans? And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. You're welcome. You know what makes them so special? The teams that they're on. Yeah, that's part of it. Because when you look at NASCAR, there's the, the Hendrick team, Hendrick. Rick Hendrick is a big-time owner of, uh, of the – that's who Jeff Gordon used to drive for. Mm-hmm. Penske. I mean, uh, Roger yeah. Penske's the king of, of auto racing in this country, as far as I'm concerned. And those teams, those guys who are – for those teams, driving for those teams are the are the best of the best. So, before we go on the the top drive roll, Max Verstappen won the championship last year. But before that, Lewis Hamilton is easily easily. Yeah. I mean, and seven, he drives for who? He drives for Mercedes Benz. Okay, uh, seven time world champion, and Mercedes had. I mean, the, if you if you watch Formula One, Mercedes Benz is either finishing one, two, or one and three. The big the big ones are Mercedes, Red Bull, Mercedes Benz, Ferrari, Red Bull, Ferraris up there. Uh, McLaren. McLaren is mm-hmm. up there. Uh, now you, you're, you'll see some, like, Aston Martin is starting to come back. Last year was their first year mm-hmm. after, I think it was like a 60, 40 year oh, hiatus wow. from Formula One. Uh, they're back now with, uh, with Lawrence Stroll, Lance Stroll's father, who's a billionaire, who actually invested in the Aston Martin company. It's a very big, it, like you say billionaire, it is a very expensive sport. Very expensive too. sport. If you do not have money, you are not going to win in Formula One. Bernie Ecclestone, to give you an idea, he was the guy that used to, that runs F1. His daughter, or he bought his daughter, Aaron Spelling's mansion <laughs> out in out in California. And if you know anything about Aaron Spelling's mansion, it was like it was one enormous. of the biggest yeah. homes in the, uh, in well, the country. I mean, if you think about Formula One, okay, you've she's got too. You, I bet you've got <laughs> ten teams with two drivers each. Yeah. So there's two cars, and then there's usually a backup car in case one gets completely destroyed. So there's right. three cars, and these teams are. Or you have no idea how many people are working for no. each car. I mean, you got the pit crew, but you got people who are studying the fuel efficiency and tires and drag and everything yeah, that's else. A lot. It is a lot. So that's a lot of logistics and a lot of equipment that you've got to. And when they're traveling, it's all over the world. Like you may be in uh, Austria one week, and then Europe is fairly easy to travel around. But you may be in Austria one week, and then two weeks later, you're going to be in Australia. When you so you got to pack up everything and, and ship it overseas. Yeah. And so, when I you mean, talk about huge. one of those cars, a car, I, I, if I remember correctly, a car for F1 is anywhere from a million on up. Oh, easily. Yeah, and, if not more. And a NASCAR, mm-hmm. for instance, a NASCAR, some of the lighter teams probably could get away with a quarter million, maybe 400,000, but that's, that's probably the range of a, of a competitive NASCAR team's car. So it's it's a huge difference. One thing I noticed too, like a huge difference. God, there's so many race cars in NASCAR. <laughs> there are Formula One. 40, you, Formula yeah, One. You've right. got Formula One. You've on got twenty. That's it. Yeah. I, I try to watch that thing on Vegas. They had thirty-seven cars. Yeah. Out there some, racing. Smart. Um, I'm like, oh my sometimes god. They'll have, they'll have forty plus in some of these races. That is and so. Like, yeah. if you finish fortieth in that race, how oh, much you, money are you really you're making? Still making some money, I'm sure. You've I, you've plus got the to. sponsorships and all that. That's it's just a. Those get those. I mean, to put one of those little stickers down on like a fender costs hundreds of thousands. Well, I know. Of for, okay, I, I didn't think about all so, the advertisements yeah. on the cars. If I if I if I remember correctly, uh, Bubba Wallace, he's a pretty good driver now. Yeah, he wasn't before, but, but yeah, before that, I remember seeing like where he would finish, and I'm like, why is there? Uh, I mean, I, well, I understand that he's the first black driver, or like one of like you know the, the only black driver. The hype? What's all the hype? He he stinks. <laughs> he's finishing last at or, or near last at all these races. Like, Jordan okay. Brand definitely helped out. Yeah, he's black, all right, but he's finishing last. I mean, come on. But uh, uh, Valdez, if you're still listening, 
Watch that uh, Drive to Survive docuseries yes. on Netflix. You will not be disappointed. You will be instantly hooked like I was. You think it'll crack the top ten on the Netflix? Oh, yeah. You, see, you think it'll yeah. see on the top ten? Easily. Easily. I, I mean, like, I got, like, I got some friends who I rarely talk to about it. They're like, all of a sudden, we, we would just start talking about Formula One. Oh, you watch it too? I had no idea. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually really crazy. And there's other, there's other like professional athletes who are getting into it, like JJ Watt, the, the Watt brothers, JJ and TJ Watt. They're starting yep. to get into Formula One. So now what you're going to probably see is, is that you get some of these athletes who get into it, who get money, they're going to want to get into it. And maybe the, they maybe won't own a team because like we were just talking about, it's so expensive. But maybe you'll invest in one. Right. Well, we'll see your face for, at the at the at the race. Yeah, for absolutely. Instance, for instance, Bubba Wallace. You know who his team owner is? Michael, oh, Michael Jordan. Jordan's yeah. was that so? Michael Jordan on NBA All Star Weekend went to that race. Yeah, <laughs> to make sure he was there. Yeah, so and you're right. He's down in the pits and he's doing his thing. And, and Bubba was so close. Somebody's to Somebody's got a lot of money and they want to get into it's another competitive kind of thing. Basketball team doesn't do very well, but maybe Bubba Wallace could probably maybe he probably win his first race this year. In in the uh, in he's, that been, he's been so, so close. Yeah, last three races. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, at least he's close. He's getting close. Yeah, yeah. At least, yeah. yeah. At least you see his face. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it was the last year, year before? And I'm like, this guy, yeah. When he got all the hype, like, this guy's nothing. Man. Yeah, this guy stinks. <laughs> Joe, he got nothing, man. <laughs> Making all this hype about a rope in his. Who's this guy? Yeah, uh, he's not even a threat. Okay, and I, well, <laughs> safe to say, if he's not going to win, are people going to support him? If he, no, if he doesn't win, no. See, after yeah, a while, they won't. You need to win. Yeah, you got to win. It's nice at first, but all right now, can you yeah, do something? Exactly. Same with the, I don't remember what Shakari Richardson. Richardson, what's yeah. that? The track yeah. star. Yeah. yeah. Where Where is she at? What color is she's her hair right now? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> she's because you're not winning. <laughs> she's uh, at the half. Uh, Brooklyn is whooping up all kinds of time on on uh, Philadelphia seventy two fifty one at the half. It's not even close. Well, hopefully it'll make it a little bit better of a game here in the second half. Every time I, I they show, I think James Harden only has like five points. He's playing terrible. Every time That's they show right. Seth Curry, I just laugh. <laughs> he's he's uh, got he's got to have such so he's got to have such little brother, or, or he's probably the oldest one, isn't he? But no, he's the little brother. There's got to be such jealousy he's there the because brother. not only did Steph get the better game, he got mom's looks. Yeah, you can tell though Seth Curry don't really care. No, I'm sure he's, uh, his hair is always kind of wild. He, yeah. he looks like he's. Like, I, I'm sure. I'm sure he's, he's like, doing, hey man, it is I'm sure he's it doing is. okay. Yeah, yeah. He seems aloof at times. To I, me. I agree. Seth yeah. Curry, yeah. yeah, a little bit. I agree. I mean, I don't like. But him. I feel Steph does the same thing sometimes. Speaking of guys shooting from way outside, did anybody see Jackie Moon? Yes, I did. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. They, actually, they needed that. That actually gave them a little morale boost because they that were was, playing terrible. That was funny. I mean, it, not funny. It was like, wow. The Lakers He's are making so, those shots. The Lakers are so bad. Oh man, oh, they're, wow. they're so terrible. What are they gonna do? The they Rockets just, are the worst team in in the West. Is it? Yeah, seriously, he had to go to overtime. Overtime and lost. Is this his walk year? No, he's, he's under one contract. More there. Okay. He's got two more, I think. Really? Hey, out of here. Do you think he's out of there? No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. He, he, I think Westbrook is out of there. That's L- a wrap. L- L.A. for him has been too good for business outside of oh, basketball. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly can, why he's still there. Can he hold you know, on okay. to play with this kid? Will he be able to hold oh, on sure. and play? The way yeah. he's playing now. Won't he be in his 40s? He'll be 40. Yeah, 40. He'll be 40, but, I mean, he'll still be a good enough player. I mean, he's not going to be like he is now. More yeah, than 40, likely. 40, 41. But, I mean, he'll still hey. be good enough. I'm going to say, what, is he like a half a point out of being the scoring leader? Yeah. In the NBA, so. And then here's another thing, too. I mean, let because you 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 can't get just you can't just decide where you're going to go. You're going to no. get drafted in. Mm-hmm. Let's say he does get drafted and he goes to the Orlando Magic. 
you know, trust me, if, if LeBron signs with Orlando Magic, people in Orlando are going to be flocking to the arena sure, left absolutely. and right. His son may not even be that good. There, there's always that you know, possibility, too. If he's bringing that up, he may move his son into the lottery spot and do the LeVar ball. Oh, boy. <laughs> that would be great. What if LeBron just went complete LeVar ball? <laughs> that would be awesome. I, try to find some way to finagle. Awesome. Going on first take, going on undisputed, just, yeah, talking well, to Skip, getting be arguments with Skip. That his own shoes yeah. now. For, yeah, but LeVar had a good, brand. That was all business, though, with LeVar. Yeah, it was. Did I mean, you know anybody was, ever bought those shoes? I heard. I don't know. I don't know anyone who bought them personally, but I've heard bad things. Yeah. I've heard bad things too. Yeah, He's still apart. selling them. They got clothes. The box was nice. Everything. The box was cool. Oh, they have t-shirts. I, I, I saw, I saw one go. person. I didn't know who he was, but I saw one person now that had a BBB t-shirt on. Big baller brand, brand brother. Stupid as hell. <laughs> that's a terrible name. Big baller Big brand. Balls. Yeah, really. It's a little antiquated, isn't it? That's not like something you would hear in the nineties. Not necessarily bet, something you would hear. I don't like BBB either. You've got big balls. Right. Sounds like BBB <laughs> something too close to BBL. <laughs> Airbnb. <laughs> Maybe that's what'll do next. Airbnb. Right. <laughs> Air big baller brand. If you want to donate to people in the Ukraine, people have been going through Airbnb, booking right. places in Ukraine, knowing they're not going to go there. Yeah, uh, but the money goes goes to those folks. goes to those people, and Airbnb is even waiving their fee. So I don't have that disposable income. There'd be one way to do that. That's way better than I've being a mercenary. Please don't do that. Please do not do I've got that. Too many chitlins. Special thanks to Dr. Richard Lima for joining us earlier. No, no such thing as a bad Dr. Rick segment. No, that guy nope. is the best for Thomas Wiley, for Joe Davis. I'm Matt Berger. This is the Charlie Tuna Show. We are live from the Snook Studios right here on 590 The Fan Worldwide on 590TheFan.com. Everybody have a great weekend.